and welcome to the Twin Cinemacast. This is Alex. This is Drew. And we have a special guest in the audience. Hi. It's uh, <laughs> my buddy uh, Jared Flynn. Hey Jared, how you doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, peachy. Uh, today we watched the movie Cabin in the Woods. Yep. 2012? Uh, mm-hmm. th- yeah. 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 Um, we finally got off our, our butts and decided to make a little bit of a roadmap on a little structure to the podcast. It's still going to be mostly conversational, but we have talking points. You know the weird thing? We're probably going to post this long after we've actually, you know, started using it. Oh, yeah, good point, good point. I should have... You know. Anyways. Anywho, <laughs> this is the first podcast that we're using the structure, so... All you guys that are listening and you want to hear a deep cut, like, you can hear this and then, like, go back to the other things. You're like, oh, my God. Anywho. Um, <laughs> right. What's first on the agenda? Uh, well, we talked about our guest. What movie did we watch? The Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. All right. And the rating is a rated R. Yeah, I think so. Do you know why? Nudity. Well, yeah, nudity is part of it, but <laughs> they also were talking about the blood and gore that was involved with it. I'm going to say, I don't think anyone cares why it's rated R, though. Uh, you never know. Cabin in the Woods is a horror movie. Okay. Horror let's, comedy. Let's talk about the genre really quick, because that is pretty <laughs> close to our structure. The genre put out by IMDb uh-huh. was uh, horror, mm-hmm. mystery, thriller. Yep, and it's all of those. Not once did it mention it being a comedy. Oh, it just happened to be funny. Yeah, that's... I think it was written to be a comedy. It had to have been. It was, it's really funny, and it happens to be a horror thriller comedy. What? How do you think it did on each of those points? Um, see, like it's a very it's like a horror light movie. Yeah, it, it's um, let, let's let's go into that after we get all the technical information out because I don't want to go into detail about the story and plot stuff before it's why we have structure drew. I, no, I'm, I'm, I agree with that, but at the same time we can talk about the genre being, okay, this is accurate, and then later being like, this is why it was accurate. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would say it's horror light, um, it's more of a satire of a horror than an actual horror film. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very funny. I think there were a lot of suspenseful moments and thrilling moments. Jared? Um... I think to qualify it as a horror movie, that would, um, okay, um, <laughs> if, if you, the comedy rating, or the humorous parts take away from any horror quality that the movie would have. But, like, there was, there's scenes that have horror m- moments, though, they're, like, straight horror movie moments. Yeah, but, would that if, not be if you make thriller? a, con- if you classify something as a horror movie, I think you have to meet a certain standard and... Criteria. Yeah, if if you have funny points, then the audience isn't going to be In the horrified. Yeah. They're just going to be like, they're they're not going to be as suspenseful because you're bringing, you're bringing them down with the comedy. But, like, for people that don't usually watch horror movies... Like this guy. W- were there scary moments? Were you f- afraid at any point? See, I agree with Jared on this. I think it was more thrilling than it was horrifying. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. That's why I say it's horror light. Right, right. No, I agree with you. It's just... And it's like horror, not L-I-G-H-T. It's L-I-T-E, like off-brand something. Right. <laughs> like but it's still RC a great Cola. movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and by my comments, I don't mean that it was bad at all. I love no. the movie. Yeah. 
and it would definitely be a good starter for somebody that has never seen a horror or a thriller movie before. So, like, for me, being not really into those genres, I, I thought that it really did well with the thrilling part. Not so much on the horror. I wasn't mm-hmm. as horrified as I thought I was going to be, sure. thankfully. Um, but it really did well on the mystery part. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and that's credit to um, our, our writer. Yeah. Who is Joss Whedon. Yes, the writer of Avengers, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Firefly, Serenity, um, Dollhouse, which th- there's a lot of a lot to do with Dollhouse in this movie, but mm-hmm. no one ever watched I that show. I think he wrote Toy Story. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wrote yep. Toy Story, yeah. too. Yeah. Toy Story as well? Or Toy Story too. as well. Okay, we could uh, we could get our research team working on that question. Yeah, we need an intern. <laughs> Step one: petty cash. Step two: intern. Um, but yeah, um, Joss. Uh, no, John Lasseter. Maybe he. No, he wrote maybe Toy Story three then. Toy Story three. Stand by. I would look up Joss Sweden and see what he wrote, but um, Joss Lasseter. What what was the runtime? Screenplay. He did the screenplay for it. Um, what what was the runtime, Drew? Because you you're the guy. Uh, ninety five minutes. Uh, that was longer than ninety five minutes. One hour and thirty five minutes. Really? Yeah. yeah. That seems like a much lot lo- lo- longer movie. Of course, I've I, seen it before, so. I thought it was a little bit longer than that too, but. I, don't I know. liked it, so it doesn't really. It wasn't matter. like I needed to get up and move around though. It. It wasn't a dramatically terrible hour and thirty five yeah. minutes. Um, talk about some of the actors. Motherfucking Thor. Who is? Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Duh. He well, plays like the worst quiz ever. He, he's like my favorite. Okay, but you have to understand, some people don't know actors like me. And so when I hear that... The rest of the actors I don't even know, so... Right, right, right. So he played Kurt. Uh, <laughs> we got Kristen Connolly, who was pretty much the main character. Oh, the redhead? Yep, and yeah. she played Dana. Uh, Fran... Fran Kranz, I'm so sorry if I messed that up. He played Marty, my favorite. He is from Dollhouse. Really? Yeah, he he plays a pretty funny character in that. Too. He was the com- uh, the comedic relief. Like, oh yeah. Well, there's a lot of comedic. There's relief. a lot of comedic relief, but if he if there was one character that focused on it, he was it. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, not forgetting who I really really liked, it was of course uh, Anna Hutchinson who played Jules, aka the whore. Um, she was adorable. She was a whore. Um, I can't argue that. All right, breakdown of the movie. Drew, do you want to explain what this movie is about? No, you've seen it three times. I'm sure you're better at explaining it than I am. It's it's hard. It's hard to explain because you don't want to give anything away. So I'm saying this right now. If you haven't seen the movie, stop now. No. We're spoiler alert this one. because This movie came out in 2012. I think you can give a spoiler. Thank you. All no, right. I'm just giving a spoiler because explaining this movie, if I even go into, like, any detail, because the way, like, if you watch the trailers, it was a horror movie. You knew, you, you just saw zombies and shit. Mm-hmm. There's, they didn't show anything about, like, the, like, half the movie. So, like, you got misled, so when you went into the thing, you had no clue what you're going into. And that's why I love the movie so much, because I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting this at all. Because I just saw Joss Whedon was attached to the movie, so I had to see it. Which, by the way, I hate Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sorry, guys. That's a shitty, shitty, shitty show. Shitty, shitty show. Anywho, back to the synopsis of Kevin the Woods, which I adored. Um, Kevin the Woods is about... Five people. Five people that go up to a 
cabin in the woods. Whoa. Plot but twist. they are getting puppeteered by people in the control room. Mm-hmm. And the people in the control room are basically trying to ritually kill them via all these different um, devices. Um, like, they pump in chemicals to make them feel certain ways and all that kind of stuff. Well, spoiler alert, basically, the all the gods that died, or, or not, they're not dead, but the, all the old gods are alive, and basically all these ritualistic killings feed the old gods and sate, sate their appetites so they continue to sleep instead of rising up and, you know, destroying the world. And apparently there's a bunch of different campuses around the world that do this every year. And, well, all of them failed. Even Japan, who has said uh, 100% track record, like, they never lost. They lost this year, and it's up to us Americans to pull it through. And do we? Fuck no, because we do not work well under pressure. Drew is cringing because I'm swearing. No, I don't care because this was a rated R movie. Please, cuss as much as you want. <laughs> so that's what we talk about Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, if we, if we have a kid's movie, don't <laughs> freaking cuss up a storm. Jeez, okay. Um, so, okay. Also, we have an explicit warning. I, I, I guess I shouldn't care. Yeah. Um, did you... Okay, first time seeing it. Did you see that happening? Um. Yes, but not until like three quarters of the way through the movie... And, like, at the end, I thought it was something a little bit different. And that's one of the reasons why I love this movie, because it threw me some, through some loops. Right. So I'm like, what the F is going on? What did you think it was at first? Um, I thought it was an experiment, like you thought. Yep. Um, Jared, who did you think it was? No, no I, thoughts? I guess. I mean, I don't Experiment? Know. Yeah. And then it kind of transformed into almost... Uh, like a reality TV show. A reality, like, Truman show, but also more of a creation of a horror movie. Okay. That I, I thought it was just I don't know. I thought it was creation. You thought of they were like, like a snuff filming film? a horror movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like a, kind of like a snuff film or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we go into the the writing, let's let's talk about go on a roadmap a little bit and talk about characters. Um, who was your favorite character? Oh, definitely Marty. Marty was the stuff druggie. Yeah. yeah. Which is odd because I usually don't like those people. They piss me off. I I, I cussed. There we go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Anywho, he was the Joker in the group. Basically, they were broke up into five categories, which they did not fit. Because if you notice in the beginning of the movie, because yep. I was trying to point this out to you while we were watching it, Chris Hemsworth's character goes up to What's-Her-Face when she was in her underwear mm-hmm. and goes, oh, you're the your guy you're crushing on would like you to read this book because it makes you look insightful. Like, he was being sweet and helping out and then goes, oh, you're not wearing any pants and kind of walks out. Right. And then, when he gets, as soon as he gets to the cabin, he becomes the biggest jerk mm-hmm. to everyone. It's because he became the athlete. Right. Which is one of their archetypes. Which is more like the, like the alpha male. And for the typing's sake, I think that's what the gods um, want. At least from our ritual. Because, like, yeah. I think the every other place in the world had different things. Because the... Japanese people were a bunch of nine-year-olds versus us where it was like college students, so. Right. Sociology major. Come on. What's wrong with sociology? You know what's wrong with sociology. It's a little bit... It's it's science light. (laughs) L-I-T-E. Call back. I'm going to throw my pen at you. 
What sociology is science light? Science. It's, I so, mean, social sciences are. They're all kind of observational at the end. Yeah, there's it's everything's implied. You're not really making like you're making theories and they're to all social scientists out there, I do apologize. I, I shouldn't be saying anything. That's mean. Yeah. Chemistry's where the shit is. No no one likes chemistry. Well, apparently the chem team in the movie did a great job. And they were always on point, so Half the movie, you're watching the five characters go through the horrors of the, um, like, that the, <laughs> the the control room people, which they broke up into different teams and whatnot. Right, and here's the cool thing, too. I, I really like this. They got to choose the way that they were supposed to die. Well, that was part of the ritual. I, I, that's awesome. Like, that <laughs> I love when people awesome. get to like, choose who they have they die. I mean, it kind of yeah. shows that we have control of our own fate. But given a certain set of parameters. Which they explain perfectly in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the control room people um, are talking to the, kind of the new intern or something like that in the control booth. And oh, like, the new security guard. Yeah. yeah. Right. A little bit. And, um, yeah, they, they, they do explain everything pretty nicely, but it is, they give you what you want, but it's still a mystery. Mm-hmm. Like they, 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 it's a, it's a breadcrumb trail of uh, information. Like, and you don't know where you're going. You pick up your piece of bread, and you're like, "Hmm, look at the next one." Mm. Exactly. And I think that's the reason why it, it, it is a real mystery. Yeah, it was good on the mystery part. Yeah. I thought. What did you think of the actors' performances? Um, I didn't really care for uh, Dana. Or Kristen Connolly. The main character? Yeah, I didn't really care for it. Why? I just... I, I didn't feel... I don't know. I didn't feel something with her. But I think it's because I've watched House of Cards and I didn't really like her in that. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm kind of biased. I, I think she was a really good everyman. Everyone. I wasn't rooting for her. I was. I know. I, I wasn't. So I think, again, I might have been biased. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I would say like every every actor in this movie did really well. Yep. There's not one performance that I was like, oh, this is disgusting. I liked everything. Chris Hemsworth could have used more hammer, but you know. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> that's right. I just figured out what you said. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert: He doesn't uh, throw down the hammer. Though you could, uh, you know, he dri- drives. It's, they're spoilers, whatever. He drives into the electric <laughs> fence. The force field, yeah. Yeah. And then he gets raised into... Uh, Asgard. Yeah, Asgard. So, uh... Yeah, that's, this is part yeah. of uh, Marvel canon. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so about that force field thing. Mm-hmm. Hexagonal, right? Sure. What, sh- what it should have been was pentagonal. Yeah, because their symbol was a pentagon. Yep, that's yeah. what it should have been. Okay, I don't think they cared okay. that. No, no, that's just that's just a point that I would have liked. Whatever. We can talk about hexagons in natural form later if you want. Yeah, so I'm sure, I'm, I actually think you'd really be interested in that. You mean like, like how organic water chemistry? molecules organize and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like in, in crystal lattice structure. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, um, benzene, this boring. <laughs> this so on the next chemistry podcast. <laughs> Because it's a movie podcast. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, Jared. 
All right. Um, do you think that the character is developed in any way? The stoner definitely did not end up being the idiot. The Joker. Yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't an idiot. And the reason why was because his weed was inoculating him from all the chemicals yep. they were throwing at him, which I thought was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, yeah, the characters grew because um, the main character, she didn't believe the stoner at first, and then all of a sudden, bam, she's like, you're right, I see it now. The stoner also found a camera, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I'm in a reality TV show. Oh, my parents are going to think I'm such a burnout. <laughs> and then he gets grabbed by a zombie, which was a great joke. Um, I actually like the control room people because um, I think their characters kind of develop too because when you first see them, they're mm-hmm. the, you know, they have all their ducks in a row. They're very, you know, like, hey, we're just going to another job. We're just sure. going to do this. And then. Like, we've done this so many years now. It's it, We're basically, like, immune to it. Yeah. Immune but, to the horrors. But as, as the movie progresses, you see how they change when, um, you know, shit starts to go crazy. So hits hits the fan. Even like when the first person died, they said a little prayer and they kissed their emblem. And I thought, you know, while that might be ritualistic for them too, mm-hmm. maybe they still feel a sense of remorse. So I think, yeah, they, they probably did grow a little bit. I don't think they felt a remorse, um, mostly because they bet on the the outcome of which they yeah. pick, like who's who's going to kill. But is that could it also be a facade for the rest of the employees that worked for them? No, I don't think so. I think I think they're that callous from it that they're like I'm. I think the 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 prayer was solely to for you to hear certain words to put an idea that what's going on in the story. And then what about after when he goes around and pulls down a lever which pours down the blood? Did you see the face? Did you see the look on his face? True, but that's where I'm calling bullshit. And I think that they felt a little bit of remorse. I think they're human. Yeah, true. I mean, it, but, but like, after so many, you, you kind of don't feel things. And if they've been doing that for years... I think they still felt it. Okay. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I disagree with you guys. I feel like they're heartless, just like me. They um, they put on the facade of being heartless by, you know, having a bet and having... They put up walls between themselves and the actual... But they understand event. that they're killing their own kind. They're, I mean, while they are okay. murderers, they are not cold and heartless. I mean, there's a lot of people that are cold, heartless, and kill people. Like, I don't even think there's. Are you watching Hannibal? Great TV no, show. No, I have not. But I don't recommend think, it for everyone. I don't even think they're psychopathic because they're doing it for a ritualistic cause. Yeah, true. All right, um, I'm not going to go over character use because I think this kind of type of movie, all the characters being used effectively. Yeah. Like, there's not really anything to say. Want to talk about visuals? Um, effects could have been better. This movie was. Um, like, made in, like, 2010? 2012? It released in 2012. Oh, okay. But I think it was made in 2010. Okay. So, it's five years old. Like, CG, every year it comes out bigger and better. Yeah, I, I see that. So, and, and this movie didn't have a big budget. Like, I adore this movie. And, like, it, it, it begrudgingly came out. It wasn't, like, something... Like, people have been looking forward to this movie for a while. Mm. Um... But yeah, I think the um, Drew Goddard, the director, did a great job with all his shots. Everything looked good. Um, some stuff didn't was I don't say it wasn't it wasn't staged right, like with camera shots. 
but I think that would had to deal with more like um, the budget more than what he would want to do because Drew Goddard's a pretty good director when it comes to um, cinematography and everything. And when you were supposed to be in the control room perspective, you felt like you were in the control room perspective. Yeah. I mean, again, the perspective is everything. In the mm-hmm. movie, so I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you. They did a great job. Yeah. Drew. Or uh, Jared? Sorry, I was looking at Drew. Um, I'm tired. I mean, I don't think the visuals were bad. I mean, I guess I'm not... You're not kind of picky? I guess, yeah, I guess I'm not that picky. So, um... Uh, but yeah, it definitely didn't take away from the movie at all. No, no, it didn't take away. Alright. Um, sound. This should be a quick one. There wasn't much of a soundtrack. No, it, but it still added to the effect. Yeah, the sound sound um, design was really good. Um, here at the Salem Twin Cinema, located at 2350 East State Street, Salem, Ohio, 44460, we have rumble seats. And we actually sat and watched it in the rumble seats, and I think it did great, because anytime um, they pulled the lever and, like, blood spilled down, you felt it. Mm-hmm. And, like, in dramatic moments, like, they had, like, a bass beat going, so it felt like a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, I felt more tense because of it. Yep. Like, it was very thrilling. I liked it. Um, writing. What, what did you think of the overall story? I thought it was a four. That's not answering my question. What did you think about the whole over story? Did you like it? Yeah. It passes. It passes? Okay, Jared? I liked it, but I think there were some... Holes. holes. Some holes in, yeah. in the story in general. But for, for the snippet of time that they were focusing in on, I think it was okay. What what do you think? What plot hole do you think there was? Um, towards the end of the movie, I just think there's a little problem when they were tying up the knots, like just oh, trying to like t- get all the uh, yeah. I didn't feel ends. a complete resolution. I mean, obviously it ended, but um, it there wasn't a complete uh, I don't know resolution. Okay, um, I I don't disagree with you. I see. I think there are some plot holes, but. I think um, I think I like the story overall. Um, I don't like the fact that like they're just like there. There's a point where they're like, "Oh, let's stick together," and the one guy's like, "Oh crap!" And then the guy in the, the, the control room, let, let me let me fix this, and hits a button, and then he's like, "No, we should split up." And I'm yeah. like, "There's no chemical in your brain that's gonna make you think that," or is there? True. Are you neuroscience now? I am not. No. Let's call Ben Carson. <laughs> I'm sure he's not doing anything right now. Yeah. Hashtag oh, uh, GOP. By the way, right now <laughs> it's uh, 15 October, so I mean, if you hear this in, like... The future? Yeah. When Ben Carson is not the president? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why yeah, we're talking just, about Just Google it. Ben Carson. You'll <laughs> he's a neuroscientist. Um, dialogue. I think Joss Whedon did a masterful job with dialogue. Yeah, I kind of dismembered that guy with a trowel. What have you been up to? <laughs> Best line in the movie. Best line in the movie. Uh, stupid zombie hand. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually ended up helping him later on in the movie. Yeah, and he said thanks zombie hand. Yeah, I loved it. It was perfect. Yeah, his, uh, he's good at dialogue. That's why I like Joss Whedon a lot. Um, the reason why I don't like Buffy the Vampire Slayer is because he didn't perfect dialogue at that point. Mm. After that, he gets dialogue 100%. And, like, the actors really portrayed all of his lines right. Like, they 
they did a good job saying what they need to say. Comedic timing, everything was impeccable with dialogue. Trooper Jared, um, so bad at that. One more time, and you're gonna die. Hey. By by hey. a merman. First off, it'd be you should be thankful. I'm comparing you to this golden god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's anyway. blonde, so that's why he's golden. No, that's because he he glows gold. Anywho, <laughs> back to this movie podcast. What did you think about dialogue? Um, it's kind of ironic because I don't really have anything to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, it was fine. Um, I don't. I like seeing movies, but I generally don't rate them or score them on certain points. Mm-hmm. So I, it was at a point where it was fine and it didn't bother me. Okay. I mean. Obviously, like I said before, I love the movie, so... You think the dialogue's good? Yeah, it was good. Alright. World building. What Did this seem like a complete world to you? I don't know. You go first. I, um... Contain-wise, yes. I feel like it is a contained world. They had lives before... Um, this all happened, and you kind of had a, you got a glimpse into that, but like the horror aspect of them getting from the cabin, I think in the control room, I think it is a good developed world. It's not very big, but it's a de- developed enough where there's some realism to it, enough where my suspension of disbelief takes over. Yeah, I guess I can see that. I really don't have a comment on it. Okay. Yeah. See, I. I I'm a I'm a fan of like writing and like this that stuff like you have, I think about so yeah. that's why I have it on my roadmap. Themes? Did you like the themes of the movie? What did you think one of the themes were? Um, was change, change, at the end at least. In what way? Can you explain that? The the whole idea of him, um, the joke the Joker being alive, and him him literally saying like, hey, maybe it's time for a change. Okay. That's one of the themes. Jared? Um, I don't really know. Like I said, I don't really... Stop mumbling, bro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's never going to be on our podcast pass again. right here. Mumbles. Talking. Pass. Mumbles. We got a pass on the air. All right. Um, I liked, again, what I said earlier, which was all about us having kind of control of our fate within given parameters. Um... I don't know. Some religious views might see that, but others might not. You're mumbling now, too. <laughs> I will throw my pen at you so hard. I'm, I'm looking out for our listeners. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't really have a big big theme. Like, the themes are... Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, what would you score it out of five? Four. It's popped. Jared? A four. Yeah, four. I'm giving it a 4.5. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, right now, our uh, one of our employees uh, is watching Halloween in the theater because I said we can have a horror movie night, and I uh, decided to bring Cabin in the Woods because it's one of my favorite comedy horrors, and I thought it was a good start, especially because if it's so funny, and then going into actual scary movies, a little gets a little dicey sometimes, especially with uh, kids nowadays. So... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we got one at uh, four, 
basically four-ish out of five. And you know, on IMDb, it was supposed to get a seven out of ten. That's what it says on IMDb. So we're pretty close to it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, Anything else to say? Yeah, you should watch this movie. It's fun. I agree. Watch the movie. Um, if you have any problems with our format, I would say email us or something, but um, this probably won't air for a while. Yeah, so uh, the next uh, thing we're actually going to be posting is Goosebumps, so just to give you guys a, a timeline. That was so long ago. Yeah. That's what people will be saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess we'll just have to see you at the movies. Thanks for listening to the Twin Cinema Cast. Special thanks to Tim Slayson for permitting us to use his sound equipment. Find us on Twitter at Twin Cinema Cast and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Twin Cinema Cast. Find us on SoundCloud or on the iTunes Store.